Hi everyone, my name is Lucia Czaczulovic and today is Wednesday, the 1st of February 2023. Joining me today is Dario Messi, who will give us an update on central bank action and what's coming up this week. But first, let's see what has happened in the markets. Starting off with the US, US stocks ended January on a high note ahead of the Fed's meeting. The S&P 500 rose 1.5% to close out its best month since October. The tech-heavy Nasdaq 100 index rallied 1.6% yesterday for its best month since July and its strongest start to a year since 2001. The gains in US equities were supported by labor cost data that came in below forecasts. Separate figures showed that the US housing market continued to cool, and another report showed an unexpected drop in consumer confidence. The encouraging signs suggest that the Fed's rate hikes over the past year have begun to slow inflation. Policymakers are widely expected to raise rates by a quarter percentage point today to a range of 4.5% to 4.75%, slowing from December's 50 basis point increase after four straight 75 basis point moves. Investors will be closely watching comments from Fed Chair Jerome Powell for signs that the tightening cycle may soon pause. An index of dollar strength traded little changed, while group of 10 currencies held within tight ranges. Treasuries were also steady overnight, with the 10-year yield just about 3.5% after three basis points decline on Tuesday. European markets ended yesterday mixed around the zero line, but for the whole month of January, they are all deep in the green. Data published in the morning yesterday showed the eurozone economy grew 0.1% in the last quarter of 2022. That was better than analyst estimates of a 0.1% contraction, though still represents a slowdown from 0.3% growth in the third quarter. Separate data published yesterday showed a surprise fall in German retail sales for December, painting a mixed picture ahead of the European Central Bank's interest rate hike decision tomorrow. In Asia overnight, stocks ticked higher, despite some rather negative regional data, such as the Japan's factory activity logging in a third consecutive month of contraction in January, and China's factory activity contracting again. In other news out of Asia, in India, Gautam Adani pulled off a 2.5 billion US dollar equity sale for his flagship company, largely thanks to existing shareholders. This gives the Indian billionaire some relief after his empire was rocked by fraud allegations from short-seller Hindenburg Research. Meanwhile, Japan is quietly experiencing its biggest outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic, with infection rates rising rapidly and daily deaths hitting a record high. China, on the other hand, is trying to figure out what to do with all its abandoned COVID quarantine facilities. It's turned some into homes for tech talents. Elsewhere in markets, Bitcoin added slightly to its near 40% rally this year and is currently trading around 23,000 US dollars. In commodities, iron ore held near a seven-month high as a major exporter announced lower than expected fourth quarter production. Oil edged higher while gold is trading flat this morning. Now, what can we expect for the day ahead? Of course, all eyes are on the FOMC rate decision and the Jerome Powell press conference afterwards. But we will also get US construction spending, ISM manufacturing and light vehicle sales data. And in Europe, we expect manufacturing PMI, CPI and unemployment data. Finally, equity futures look mixed in both Europe and the US. So let's see what the day brings. And that's all for the market summary. Now, taking a closer look at central banks, 
Dario, it's a busy week, not least due to some big central banks coming out with the first interest rate decisions this year. Last week, we already had the Bank of Canada and today the first big one, the US Federal Reserve. What do we expect and how is the market positioned for it? Yes, good morning, Lucia. Yeah, indeed, today is Fed Day. Um, I don't think that we will get kind of the same dovish surprise as we did already last week with the Bank of Canada. Um, as you mentioned before, 25 basis points is consensus, is the base case for markets. And that's also what, what we expect this evening. Now, the big question is, and this is also what you mentioned before, is what's next throughout this year? So what will be the guidance? How divided? Uh, how big is the division among the members? From our perspective, going forward, it will become more and more difficult to really justify further hikes. So we actually tend to expect a hold in March. Having said this, the thing is, the Fed doesn't want to really loosen financial conditions just by sounding too dovish. And that's also why, despite the fact that we might see a more cautious approach going forward by the Fed, we still think um, or expect kind of a hawkish tilt today from Powell, especially after the rally that we saw in risk assets so far this year. Okay, so still a hawkish tilt. But should investors really opt for duration exposure in such an environment? Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's not the number one choice to add duration exposure in a fixed income portfolio when you think or when you expect yields across the curve uh, to go up. But first of all, this hawkish message that we expect, it's a kind of a very short-term idea of where things are going. Uh, we still think that it also makes sense uh, to position already now for rate cuts, actually. I mean, remember, the Fed is already very restrictive at this point. And, and secondly, also, given the level of yields, so where yields are at the moment, extending duration at this point and adding bonds across the curve gives some diversification potential. But yes, if we purely think of the short-term headwinds, it's certainly also advisable to keep some powder dry and add only on weakness then. And what about Europe? The ECB's turn is tomorrow. Is there anything investors should specifically pay attention to? Yeah, for the ECB, we think uh, there, there's some, some room left in terms of tightening. So also here we might get some hawkish messages from, from Lagarde and team. I have to say most recent credit dynamics uh, point to the right direction in the sense that also the ECB is actually having a clear impact. Uh, but still, I'm a bit surprised how spreads tightened so far since last December. Keep in mind, uh, in Europe, we only start with quantitative tightening in March, actually. So from an investment perspective overall, I would say we still see value in spread markets like uh, the periphery government bond markets or also low investment grade corporate bonds. But short term, also here, we might see some pressure after this really good start to the year. Great. Thank you very much for your insights, Dario. And that's all for today's show then. Thanks for tuning in and please join us again tomorrow for a review of the FOMC decision. Bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. 
Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Baer experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.